You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful Wrestling Podcast, March 21st edition. I am now joined by a couple people. As of now, we have no technical errors. Why do you say like, that? This, it's, it's happened on almost every show, and it's all Google's fault. Like, it happened on Shane's show last week. It happened on Matt's show. It happened on Jimmy Vance. Of course it happened on our SmackDown show. It happened last night. Let's see if we can break the streak. Let's see if the streak will be over. Guys, as always, subscribe to us. iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher. Leave us a nice thumbs up on YouTube. Also, leave us a review on iTunes. Every 25 reviews we get, I'm going to give something away. You know what I could give away is this shirt that I ripped in half on the podcast last night. So that's going to be given away to somebody. It's a nice Nike shirt. It was a nice Nike shirt. <laughs> hey, who needs rags? Come on. Hey, hey come on. Right Hold on, guys. Hold on. Let me, let me do the intros. I'm joined by Jeff Hawkins. He's an award-winning podcaster, mind you. Jeff, mm. how are you? Cheers, everybody. I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> you, you brought a glass that... You're going to jingle jangle your ice around all day? You bet. Oh, damn. I'm bringing some class and, and refinement to this show. <laughs> it doesn't take much. <laughs> also joined by Anna Bauert, host of Anna Bauert's Most WWE Stupendous Ridiculousness. Yep, it's WWE that, Most exactly Ridiculous. Yeah. You can check it out on the sidebar over at Fightful.com where you can get all your wrestling news, MMA news, boxing news, results, interviews, photos, videos, and Anna Bauer's Most Ridiculous. Anna. Hi. What's up? What's up? Um, not a lot. Just, just in Australia. Not, yeah, whoa. Nothing new, nothing new at all. Uh, what time raining. is it over there? Uh, just after 1 p.m. Lucky. <laughs> yeah. Lucky. We got, we got SmackDown to talk about. I'm going to run down the show. Hold on, I want to. I want real- hold on, I want a number on how many shirts you have sold since last night's RAW. How about zero? What? I'm not revealing oh. the number of shirts I've sold. I just want to know if there's actually been an uptick or not since seeing them on television. Well, there's definitely been an uptick in attention. I'll tell you that much. Where can I get a your boy shirt? Oh, let's prowrestlingtees.com slash Sean Ross app is where you can go for your boy t-shirts, crack and fight team t-shirts, catch as catch wrestling t-shirts, catch as cash can wrestling t-shirts, mind you, and fightful shirts. But we do have a pro wrestling tea store coming that will be fightful exclusive. So uh, I'll be pulling that shirt. But we got SmackDown to talk about. And in my opinion, this was the Miz and Maurice show. <laughs> this was phenomenal fun. But I'll start with the opening segment. There was this <laughs> little opener where AJ Styles was talking to Daniel Bryan in the back, and it was really funny. Was Jeff, he's decked out in WrestleMania gear. He's so happy that he has the WrestleMania match, that he got the hat, he got the shirt, he's got the armbands. He's a tourist. 
Yeah. <laughs> he flew into town, and oh, look, the WrestleMania store is here in my hotel. I'll buy the shirt. <laughs> I'll buy the program. I'll buy the souvenir cup. I'll buy, yeah, sure. <laughs> I have a friend who is going on vacation next week. She has no idea what wrestling even is. They're going to Orlando. Oh, no. I yeah, she is. I'm, I'm going next week. I'm actually leaving right after the show. I may leave halfway through this show next week to go to the airport <laughs> so I can get there on time. No, I, I, I on purpose stayed on the other side of town from all WrestleMania festivities. WWE is opening a superstore in the hotel I'm staying at. Nice. Yeah. So, so, Anna, what did you think about AJ Styles and his, his beautiful garb? It's not up there. I'll point out the shirt, you guys. Somebody asking why I'm, why I'm wearing a Angry Bird shirt. This is an Anthony Davis shirt. Mm. Bow to the brow, for those of you who know who Anthony Davis is. Uh, what did you think of this little opener? I love I love AJ, um, but it's the more that he wore that visor during the show, don't look at me like that, Jeff, the more <laughs> I am convinced this man is just like a genius at – and this sounds stupid being saying that, but the stuff that he did with the Cena stuff coming out with the headband around his arm and everything, it's these little bits of style inclusions that he adds to his character. That is so fucking cool. Um, and I will be very disappointed if people are not wearing sideways visors in the crowd of WrestleMania. I, I do like that AJ can be serious one week. He can be humorous the next. He can seamlessly transition because – I mean, there are some people who are nonstop curmudgeons. There are people who are goofy nonstop. But then there are those people who s- switch it up. Yeah. There's the shake them ropes boys, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Styles uh, says that Shane McMahon wants in the ring with him because otherwise SmackDown plummets. Hard to argue <laughs> outside of maybe John Cena that this – that this is a lie. I don't see a lie here. He says he's going to meet Shane McMahon in the parking lot tonight and make things worse. Anna, what what did you think was going to happen out of this Shane McMahon, AJ Styles parking lot confrontation, if anything? Well, I was hoping they were going to up the level and instead of I don't know, getting him through the car window, running him over with it, I, I don't know, <laughs> something like that. They'd have to keep upping it. Um, what I, I, Huh? No, go ahead. I was going to say, what I love about all of this and them getting AJ to explain why he wants this match and and the benefits of him having this match, at the end of the day, it's just really cathartic for everyone to see AJ Styles beating up Shane McMahon. For all the people that are pissed off that he's in this segment, we still got that. Um, But I'm, I'm more sold on this, mainly because of how much fun AJ's having with it. So I'm good. I was hoping Mean Tree Posse would show up and kick the living shit out of AJ. <laughs> you know, I, I expected kind of almost what happened, except I expected Shane to just kind of walk through the crowd and then eventually hmm. get into the ring. I thought he was going to outsmart him one way or another just because they had set this up so blatantly as him waiting in the parking lot for him. Unless they were going to run over AJ with a car, which I don't think was going to happen two weeks outside of WrestleMania. Hey, you never know. You never know. Uh, this Ms. Snickers commercial, Anna, did you see it? I caught the end of it, but these Snickers commercials in general are blowing my mind in a weird way just because they are so damn bizarre. The one with Seamus yesterday slapping his that own ass. <laughs> yeah, something about well, him rubbing this, this dude's feet. I'll say this one's the best one by far. And had the it, highest production values because, Jeff, the production values of these have been eerily low. Yeah, I'm surprised you say that's the best one because I think the Rusev one yeah. is is head and shoulders above all of them, including okay, yeah. even, even the Bailey one, which is – the Bailey one's all right. The Miz mm-hmm. one is okay. The Sheamus one I didn't care for, but most people did. But the, but the Rusev one is just – absolutely friggin' fantastic and it plays into his personality on total divas plays into kind of his love for country music and for dancing and uh i i appreciate performers who can who have no problems making a fool of themselves and aren't self-aware of it and rusev is one of those guys i liked it then we got this hidden total bellas video <laughs> anna what do you what do you think of this it was it was Nikki Bella 
and Brie Bella being portrayed by Maurice. He looks pretty nice as as a brunette or as, as uh, is it brunette if it's black hair too, or is that just brown hair? It's it's brunette, I believe. Be. All the way, yeah. Whatever, uh, whatever. Then the Miz as a robotic John Cena. <laughs> the first time they showed this stuff, I think I wasn't paying enough attention, or it's I I know couples like this, which is maybe why I was put off. But by the second segment, I was completely sold, and I think I'm gonna have to go and rewatch everything about ten times over. Just... Jeff, Jeff, your thoughts? Oh, the first one killed me almost. It was so good. It was, it was better than a lot of the Southpaw Wrestling Federation, in my opinion. It was dead on. It was played straight. Maurice in the push-up bra playing Nikki. And then when they can't figure out which twin is which, that's when I died. <laughs> that's that's the moment where I I thought I was Nikki. Oh dear God, did I love that line. Um I, I if they had stopped at this first one, I would have loved it a lot more, but combined with the second one and the and the Tyler Breeze uh <laughs> bit in the ring, I think it was a little bit of overkill, but this first one was dead on perfect. I, I <laughs> Miz coming out and saluting and being monotonous, fantastic. But but Maurice really stole this first one, I think. I thought she was pretty much dead on perfect. This was unbelievable. This was great stuff. Uh, <laughs> like, there's no way I can cheer for John Cena and Nikki Bella over these no, two. There's no the way. It's, it's so good that Miz isn't getting heat out of this. He's getting cheers yeah. out of this. This isn't... This isn't mean spirited. This is dead on parody. This is Hilarious. satire. This is satire. Yeah. So, and you can't you can't hate on satire because it's so close to the truth that yeah, you you believe it. So, I, I it's it's not going to backfire at a WrestleMania event because there's so many casuals there that they're going to cheer for the good guys and boo the bad guys. But if this were like a Brooklyn crowd, I think. I, this Miz would be getting face pops. So, <laughs> go ahead. I was going to say, I think you're exactly spot on. And it doesn't, for everyone who watches every week, this is like a little gift that, you, that they're giving us. And it is no way going to hurt their WrestleMania match because of how many people who don't tune in weekly are going to see it. Still jump on the sneaky bandwagon, but... I mean, I don't know. This is this is a nice little present, I feel. We get this tag title match. And the Usos have transformed themselves since turning heel. And that's a good thing. But before this, they really, I don't remember them really going over anybody. David Otunga was insufferable early on, per usual. He was really changing his speech patterns, to, to put it in a politically correct way. Uh, he was being very weird. The first half of this match was like frustratingly formulaic to me. It was every WWE tag title match, mm-hmm. every WWE tag team match. And you even have Chad Gable have to, having to pretend like he can't reach the, the tag. That's so stupid. But like most WWE tag team matches, especially high profile ones, it gets hot really quick. I think the Uso splash is a very baby face move, but Gable kicked out of it. Then we hit this spot where it's like Steinerizer, then a belly-to-belly on the floor, then a moonsault to the outside, then a tackle into the barricade. All of a sudden, the Usos are in the ring, super kick, pin. We got new champions. Anna, did you see that one coming? Nope. And I'm really glad that they did that just because there was nothing really going on with this division. And now that match and with the title changes, I'm really fucking pumped for this. I, I guess this is what's going to be the match at WrestleMania, but I'm, I'm good. Breeze Angle was still my favorite tag team on SmackDown Live, and they still are, but now I'm actually excited about this. Um, Otunga, it's like he is so, he is so baby-faced that he is still in utero. It's just his <laughs> cadence is so condescending, and he could say the most intelligent thing in the world. Trust me. Oh, it just, makes me want to punch him in the mouth when he does that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'm right. You're wrong. Trust me. 
Okay. Oh, talking to JBL about, but you're not an Olympian. JBL's like, yeah, I'm a three-time tag champ. This is a title match. Yeah. Uh, now, hey, yeah. to Otunga's credit, he was a tag champion with John Cena. I don't keep a shit. He buried that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Anna, you could just stop with David Otunga and the face palm thing right there. That, that was perfect for me. Um... And I thought JBL was terrible all night. Um, I, I agree with the match. In the second half, yeah, I, I really picked up speed. Uh, I did expect the titles to change because I'm I'm watch, looking at this entire WrestleMania card, and it looks like they realize that they've kind of slighted SmackDown for WrestleMania. So what they're going to do, it looks like, is kind of introduce new champs as stars because I think Naomi's getting the women's title. I think American Alpha is probably going to win the tag team titles back. And I think Randy Orton may win the world title at, at WrestleMania and try to give that show a little heat. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. But, it, it, I mean, it, it seems illogical to take the titles off of American Alpha for any other reason other than to just put them back on at WrestleMania. And we don't have that match announcement yet. I assume it's coming in on Talking Smack or something like that, but... You know, there are a couple of guys who were offered WWE contracts that could be at the show who have been winning every single tag team titles like that there are. Mm-hmm. Hardys. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to show up at WrestleMania. I, I just assume they'd show up at the Raw after. It's possible. It's possible. Or, or even SmackDown. Imagine, imagine Roman Reigns in any iteration, babyface, heel, whatever, Leading these two Usos, Jeff. Yeah, I can see that. I can, you can I even can dress see like them. I can see that being the, the the heel new Samoan gangsta party type thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. I, I mean, but they don't see Roman as a heel. They don't. They just don't. I'm. 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 I don't want to beat this dead horse anymore. It's turned into glue already. It's turned into glue, and we've done a first grade project with it. I don't want to beat it anymore. It, they're not turning him heel. Ever. And I want them to, but they're not going to. So so let's not fantasy book it. These Usos as heels are great, though. I love them. Yeah. And a disregard everything that Jeff just said. <laughs> Does a Roman Reigns-Usos combination do anything for you? That's something this SmackDown is missing. There are You don't have the band of cronies yeah, on this show. Yeah, that'd be great. But at this point, I think anything different with Reigns would be great. It's going with that, you know, first grade project analogy. The irony is the first grade project is better than what they're doing with Roman Reigns. It's painful. It's, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that would be really cool and it's within storyline and... Put him with Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's a heel and he's Samoan. Yeah. And they both call Joe. That. There you yeah. go. Joe faction. Average Joe. So we're, we're, we're typecasting people based on... Yeah, that. Okay, Jeff. Okay. You're the one who wanted to put him with Roman Reigns. They're cousins. <laughs> They're related. Of course I did. Ro- uh, Randy Orton defeated Baron Corbin. I did not like this match. Uh, one thing I noticed is how every wrestler wears black, and I probably noticed this because mm-hmm. I had a lot of fucking downtime during this match. It was very slow-paced. Do, Anna, do you notice- should we... Should, oh. Well, I was talking to Anna. I, I was addressing Anna. You had a pause there, though. I pause a lot, man. <laughs> I run through two hours of a show. I got to breathe on occasion, you know. <sighs> got to do it. Does Alex Oxygen have to go through this? this? Does Alex have to go through this on Mondays? Because I no, on. Alex talked during my shirt rip last night and didn't catch most of it. And I was pissy upon watching it back. <laughs> of course you were. So guys, what you need to do? So guys, go over to iTunes, review the Fightful Wrestling podcast. Every twenty-five, I'm giving away something. We got a Saint Mick beanie. We got a Rey Mysterio signed mask. We've got a ripped shirt that I will get some wrestlers to sign. They'll they'll go. What the hell is this for? But I'll get them to sign it. Now you were so, asking right. a question. Go ask I was asking Anna something. There you go. What, what does this type of match do for you? Slow-paced, 
they do the typical spots at the end where it's like deep six, DDT, all that. Before we get into the end of the match, what does the body of this match do for you compared um, to, you know, uh, some of the other wrestling we're seeing these days? Well, it left me going, okay, I need to talk about this for the podcast, so how am I going to fill the segment? So majority of my notes are focusing on Otunga and the shit that he was saying. Um, and then I went on about the interesting psychology between Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton, as JBL called Orton demented, and he's taking crazy of taking advantage of crazy so it's essentially psychosis versus psychosis so that's what i was focused on during this match up until dean ambrose came out with a forklift and distracted him once again distracted him for a win oh, for the love of nads just fucking get and you and the, the thing is we see the whole crowd looking towards the ramp yeah it was a good but they like, 30 seconds at least and chanting they dean. Yeah, and they didn't show us until it was set up in camera. Is this like does this insult you, Jeff? Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there was a lot about that. That set, it was a setup for a lame distraction finish on a forklift. Hooray! And then JBL, how did they get a forklift in the building? <laughs> Probably the same way they got a forklift in the building to crush him three weeks ago. They, well, they I'm drove sitting it in. here wondering. And I'm looking through the Fightful.com archives, guys. I can't find where they have like signed Judy Bagwell yet, so I am confused <laughs> as to why the forklift is making an appearance because you can't do that. You can't just do that. I found it interesting that they burned a combination we hadn't seen on television yet just for this distraction fish. It feels almost like the Braun Roman kind of setup where they want to protect Braun at the same time as well. So they kind of do the same sort of thing here. Um, the other thing I noticed you talking about black gear. Um, luckily uh, he doesn't have to wear his shirt to the ring. Like, like every other guy yeah. that that's an interesting call for him. They, they must see something in him still. So that that's interesting. I, I just, I didn't think you needed to burn Orton Corbin here just for the sake of a distraction finish, especially taking the RKO. Well, if Randy Orton's involved, something's getting burned. We know that to be a fact now. <laughs> yeah. uh, WWE Demon Diva, who I'm going to have on one of these members-only shows, which I'll tell you all about here in a minute, she said, I think the only reason Dean Ambrose got involved was to stay on Orton's good side so he didn't burn down his fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I did like the little, the, I did like the little salute to, to Dean from Randy Orton. Yeah. I thought that touch was kind of <laughs> cool. That was, but they, they have proven repeatedly on Raw, on SmackDown, they do not care about burning first-time matches on SmackDown no. or Raw. They've done it repeatedly. Anna, is that something that you don't mind, or is that something you wish sometimes maybe they would interact for the first time at a pay-per-view? It should be special. At least give it a few weeks to build up than just this, because we see the same matches over and over again, and so when there is something fresh and brand new, why the fuck would you just give it away like that? Um, Anna's, right. Anna's, Anna's channeling Ole Anderson here, which is fantastic. I, I love this. Get a little closer to your mic, Anna. You're a little hard to hear. I'll hold it, reporter, sir. Oh, nice. You can't <laughs> just sit. Now we can hear. Great. There's no echo. There's no nothing. Okay. She, she, Sorry. She a, what the hell? She, yeah, she needs a banner that says like "most ridiculous" with Anna Bell well, like no, a logo this, on it. This is bullshit, guys. Because I do shows. With a bunch of people who have either been on national TV or on TV and in movies. We wear lapel mics, motherfucker. I don't care. You know the tech. You know how they work. You should have said something. I've got all these people and girls are both broadcast from a prison basement (laughs) on Mondays. (laughs) I don't know. By the way, guys, as I mentioned, uh, I'm doing that members only podcast. I think it's going to be Friday. I'll talk about whatever from wrestling to probably trolling you all about the NCAA tournament. And I'll do those here and there, but those will never be released publicly on YouTube. So register absolutely free at Fightful.com. It's like a two-step process. No credit card required. Uh, I think I'm going to aim for maybe 2 p.m. Friday for that. Also, trying to get in touch with Matt Riddle. May or may not have a Matt Riddle broadcast this week. He is in Europe on an insane tour right now, so which included a death match on Sunday. Yeah, he flew was, out from uh, Reseda, I think, on Saturday. Yeah, back to the yeah, 
Yeah. And now, now I hear your mic rattling around, Anna. What's going on? Nothing. Stop it. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So <laughs> before this Orton-Corbin match, we got this Luke Harper promo. Jeff, what's he doing to Mania? Do you think he's doing anything? Do you think he gets involved in this match? What, what's he doing? Battle Royal. Probably at Mania. I think he probably gets beat by Bray next week and probably gets RKO'd along with him uh, at some point. And, and that's about it. They're, they're, they're just using him as a, uh, as a buffer between Randy and Bray. That's it. He's going to be in the Battle Royal probably. So later on, and I'm, I'm, sh- I'm going to ask Anna this because I'm sure it's going to make her show next week. Randy Orton is being interviewed, and all of a sudden, there are a bunch of dudes in sheep masks just chilling. <laughs> like, like they Ooh. came and dark and spooky. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> it was something. Anna, your thoughts on this and the entire like, the entire scope of this angle, the, the direction that it's taking, the weirdness. Sorry, I just have to. You like it? I, no, I just have to give props to Jeff for going and actually turning off his light just for that. <laughs> Is that what you did? Yes. Yeah, I went and I turned off my light and I was like, ooh, spooky. And <laughs> Everybody just likes to cut loose on the Tuesday show. No rules on the Tuesday show. Well, I see how it is, guys. Um, I'm, it, was, I'm, it was so community the theater. Yeah. It really was. I'm at the point where Bray isn't creepy anymore. He just is come. He's insane. He's what Dean Ambrose should have been or used to be. It's at the point where if if I know Bray is coming on screen, I'm half expecting him to show up in a maid's outfit or something just weird and out there because that's just that's he's that guy now. He's just that guy. And I don't know the whole segment and then the sheep guys. And then the real torture was listening to Bray singing children's songs. And that's how it was left. How did it take so long for him to become a decent enough cult leader to finally get, you know, all the guys that aren't on TV tonight to wear sheep masks? That's what I want to know. Because he consumed (laughs) his sister's soul and she has all the power. And once you rub your face in your sister's soul, you get the power. Does this make him eligible for the SmackDown women's title too? That'd be awesome. I think so. I hope Listen, so. I am from Kentucky, and I have heard of this type of thing before. This is a normal thing in some places in this state. <laughs> Tread lightly, my friend. Tread lightly. <laughs> we get the highlight of the show next, though, guys. We got Lance Catamaran versus Chet Cheddarfield on SmackDown. <laughs> this was phenomenal. There's a lot phenomenal about this. Tyler Breeze comes out. Dressed up as a Breezy Bella. <laughs> I want these. I, forget forget Reigns and the Usos. I want these guys as the Mrs. Cronies. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> who played Nikki Bella better? Maurice or Tyler Breeze? I I don't know, but they both wore it well. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, you know what? I'll go with Maurice. Maurice. Maurice played it quite quite well nothing against tyler breeze i thought tyler was was fantastic i half think they're gonna oh god someone someone in the back is gonna have an idea to do the uh oh the santina morella story with him with the women's championship someone's gonna have that idea and someone should should go against their better impulses to to uh to pitch it please do not pitch tyler breeze as the women's champion because this already did enough to emasculate him Thank you very much. Um, again, I think it was just one more Nikki Bella John Cena joke too many. That's all. I mean, this would have been great for next week to save it for next week because you already had the two vignettes with the with the the total Bellas thing. But I thought you know for for the match it was great. You know, it's great to see Fandango and and Breeze on TV because I think they do have actual comedic chemistry there and they do have good tag team chemistry as well. You could tell that John Cena was having a hard time not corpsing at the whole thing as well. So uh, this fashion police gimmick, Anna, is doing it for you? Yes. Um, they great. They gave him a ticket for being a bad boyfriend, a lousy boyfriend, they, and for wearing They gave him three tickets. Yeah. You have one unheard message. 
Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Who wears jorts in 2017? Never nudes, and I'm waiting for that to be exposed. But anyway, <laughs> the majority of people, it's either seeing people love this or they were pissed off that Breezunga were in this spot. I'm sorry, we haven't seen these guys on TV or in a good spot for weeks, months, and they're finally in this. Like They are known as the comedy guys. They are talented as hell, but if they can keep getting spots and putting themselves over, we're going to be seeing a lot more of them doing a lot more stuff. And I've been waiting for over two months now to have a reason to have a segment for Brizango for my, for most ridiculous. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> John Cena material. Back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We have, we have a rotation here, Jeff. Respect the rotation. <laughs> I'm, uh, okay. Speak, speak, pass. Speak, speak, <laughs> pass. pass. Thank you. Okay. Now that Sorry, I know the Mom. format, I've only been on this show how long, and I just still don't know how it goes. Okay, thank you. I address you too. It's not difficult. <laughs> John Cena does his comeback without the other person getting any offense. Lands the five-knuckle shuffle. Breezy Bella hits the ring, and Nikki Bella spears him and messes up the spear. But then, like, impressively picks him up on her shoulders and hits the TKO. Now, this is something that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the the man-on-woman, the intergender violence a little bit later, but I was impressed that she could get Tyler Breeze up on her shoulders, Jeff. Yes, but she's a power lifter. I would expect her to be able to possibly do that, and he goes up like a broken neck. Okay, yeah, but he's on the shoulders, not on the neck. I mean, look, I am impressed. Don't get me wrong. I just it, you're you're acting like it's a it's 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 some Herculean sort of super, feet. Yes, that's the <laughs> the phrase I'm looking for. Thank you. Speak, speak, pass. No, yes, okay. It was it was fine. It was great. I don't think it does anything for Tyler Breeze. Why the hell? This was not about Tyler Breeze. No, that he went up. Shit okay, Tyler Breeze. He went up. He went up light for her. She did a Samoan drop on him. Great. Okay. Were you expecting anything less? Were you expecting that no, that no. wasn't going to happen? My my shock is that you say this doesn't do anything for Tyler Breeze. When has well, anything ever done anything for Tyler Breeze? I, look, I'm just saying. Look, if you're going to go the whole intergender violence route and things like that, I mean, I think you have a duty to protect guys on the roster. That's what I think. That's that's the old school me talking. That's all I'm saying. Let's look and find out the last time Tyler Breeze won a wrestling match. Oh, no, he hasn't won a match in ages. And he was on TV, and I agree with Anna's point completely. It's better to have them on television than not. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, you think I'm crapping on this, and I'm not. I'm just, I'm just not as impressed because I figure Nikki can probably lift more than most men. 
Tyler Breeze's last televised singles win was August 2nd. He's due. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Good point. Um, He's winning the Battle Royal. That's all there is to it. And he's throwing tickets to everybody. Anna, your, your thoughts on this short little match? I thought it was great. And I, I, there is so much politics going on in the world. And I am normally the first to say something when it comes to when I think that a line has been crossed when it comes to representation or something like that. But this was just fun. And there is so much other shit to get worked up about and upset over. This was not one of them. I'm not upset. I'm, that's all I'm saying. She's right. I'm not upset. I wish Nikki you could hit this. Upset. I'm not that upset. I'm really no, not. No, no. It's more comments I saw on Twitter from certain people that I was like, okay. guys, calm down. It's- yeah, for me, for me, Nikki needs the practice at hitting these things simultaneously. She still hasn't gotten it yet because that's what the ending of the Maurice Miz match is going to be. Because they did it with Carmella and, and Ellsworth. They did it. They tried to do it here. They're going to try to do it at WrestleMania. And I, I hope that both Miz and Maurice get out of it at least one time. Mm. That way, you've got that spot to go back to. Becky Lynch versus Carmella immediately breaks down. Natalia, Alexa, Mickey get involved. Alexa ends up standing tall, but Becky hits Ellsworth with a drop kick. Now, this was <laughs> two spots on this show. Now, Anna, like, what, what are your thoughts on the women beating the shit out of men deal? Like, is it okay? Should it be done? What does this do for Ellsworth is what I'm asking. Oh, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you just, oh, you got to work me like that? Oh, come on. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <sighs> oh, wow. I am such the whipping boy on this three, in this threesome. It's not even funny. Not even funny. Oh, man. <laughs> what does it do for Ellsworth? You blow me. i'm trying not to make any any inappropriate jokes but please continue and i'm sorry to to have interrupted i don't know how serious to take that question to be honest um (laughs) the, the match first of all first of all did you know that natalia is a heart because i didn't i i had never heard that before have yeah. any of you ever heard that before on commentary? Because no, that was new. Mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> but I kind of loved how it descended into chaos. And <laughs> it wasn't like Becky Lynch did not target James Ellsworth. It was not a case of that. It was a case of Carmella pulling him in front to take the bullet. And that made my year pretty much. Well, okay, overstatement. But, it, yeah, for them, that was... I I figured out the SmackDown formula, guys. SmackDown is the Republican show. And Daniel Bryan is actually the evil liberal GM with the redneck main eventer, AJ Styles. So when there's this domestic violence, like, you know, maybe some old time thinkers don't, don't think it's as bad. Hey, you want to burn down a house? We do that shit all the time back in my day. That, that joke's going terrible, Sean. Um, hey. I just, I hey. just didn't, I just didn't like that they wasted it on, and they just, they just had Natty immediately. Listen, Jeff, you running. need to be woke. You need to be woke, Jeff, and you are not woke. I'm a What's snowflake. I'm a little snowflake. I can't help. You are it. being a real snowflake about I know. this. Yeah, you're probably going out and planting trees with Daniel Bryan. Drinking your smart water. Somebody says, why you got to bring politics into wrestling? Keep that separate. Yeah, I agree. Hey, I'm not doing it. They're doing it. You did it. Not me. I'm just woke. I just don't think. Somebody said evil liberals. I meant if it were a Republican show, he'd be the evil liberal. Yeah, keep digging. No, come on. Dig that hole. Come on. You don't think. (laughs) Do you think. Tell me you don't think AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan are different ends of the political spectrum. Oh, I think they're on very different ends. Exactly. I think it has I'm nothing woke. to do with it. You're still somewhere sleeping. You need to wake up. <laughs> you need to wake up. 
Anna, you can't comment on this. You're not familiar with American politics. Sorry. I don't, I don't think my mic is working. Sorry. I can't. Uh, anything. <laughs> that's that's a segment. I just don't understand the whole point of, of Nanny just immediately getting up, walking in, and clotheslining Carmella. That was just insane. That was because just she's dumb. a hot. She's oh, a hot. I forgot. She's, a, she's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. I believe so, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Different ends of the political spectrum, I'm telling you. Okay. So, so is Kane and Daniel Bryan. <laughs> hey, sometimes they can come together. Uh-huh. And you know what happens when the two sides come together? Magic. Magic. It was one of the greatest things of all time. I loved it. We got this main event segment. I Y'all trying to put me back to sleep because I'm woke. Catch the SmackDown right. podcast next week with Anna Boward and Jeff Hawkins. Yeah, and, right. Uh, no Sean Ross app. You all wouldn't even know how to start the broadcast. Rhino and Heath Slater pull up in a limo that uh, Styles is stalking out, quite frankly. Now, what I would, what initially, what I thought was if I were AJ, the first thing I would say is, why are you all even showing up? The show is ending in 15 minutes. You're not on it. Why are you here? He's got kids. Anna, what would be Heath Slater and Rhino's response to that? He's got kids. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all living in that in that limo. That's why it's there. It's a portable home. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jeff, I, I would ask you what you think. I mean, that's that's what he would say. Yeah. yeah, and Rhino would say, "I came for the cheese whiz and catering." Yeah. Probably, that's, and, and that's yeah. that. So, t- to the shock of AJ Styles, because he looks befuddled, <laughs> Shane outsmarted him with a one hundred minute head start, like knowing what was up. It's as if he doesn't watch his own show as it's yeah. going on. So, well, I, you know, if a guy's showing up an hour and a half into his show, maybe he doesn't. Jeff, what time would you arrive for this SmackDown show? Whatever time they told me to be there. Probably 4 p.m. in the afternoon, knowing them. Yeah, but technically, it, it, Shane's the one running the show. If you were running the show. If you're just running this show, I show up, and, and I don't have to do anything creatively, and I don't really have to run things, and Daniel Bryan's in control, and I've delegated 15 minutes before we go on the air. I stroll in. I grab something from catering. I go back to the production room. I sit down and I watch. That's what a good delegator would do. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Well, he was only off by two hours. Anna, practice this. What's up, you guys? That's all you need to say. What's up, you guys? What's up, you guys? There we go. Too much much accent. (laughs) Too much accent. Sorry. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. You're not a good enough actress to pull this off. I'm sorry. She's mocking you now. If are you meowing? (laughs) Is that some kind of cat joke? Because let me tell you, I don't. I don't settle for this shit when you mess with my family. (laughs) I don't know what you're saying, y'all. But you know what you're missing. You just interrupted me again. How dare you? Because you're out. You know what you're missing from this whole thing, though? AJ was waiting so expectantly, and then when when Slater and Rhino turned out out of that car, he looked like a prom date stood up. And then when Renee came yeah. over and told him, wait, he's in the ring, it was almost like he had this slight cheeky little smirk of, wait, he's in the limo around the corner waiting for me to go to prom. And I thought that was a very <laughs> sweet moment. Oh, man. There you go. I tried to say that segment. I'm sorry. That one was for free, guys. You all get that on Anna Bauer's Most Ridiculous <laughs> every Monday and never on the SmackDown podcast again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Clean and house. I think we're house. all fired after this, so it's okay. This, this, yeah. this fight was yeah, Listen, listen. If we made it through the last two weeks, there ain't no way it's happening after tonight. AJ tries to calm Shane down and apologize but gets attacked. Jeff... This was a de- definitely a different demeanor than we've seen from AJ Styles putting people through car windows and apparently 
setting up cameras before he does it. Why is the best wrestler in the world cowering to Shane McMahon? Yeah, that's hmm. what I'm wondering. I, I didn't like that that's... either, and especially when the fight starts, Shane just throws such ridiculous punches. <laughs> it's yeah. just, I mean, it was all set up for the big elbow spot, which again is insane. They made him do it this two or two weeks before Mania last year, I believe, as well. It's insane to have him doing this spot this close to the show when he can hurt himself. At 47, 48 years old, I think it is. Right. Yeah, I think it's promotional malpractice to have somebody like AJ Styles, who I look at, and I like even if they beat him and beat him and beat him, I'd be like, that guy is just the best. Mm-hmm. He's the best that they have right now. And that, that's kind of his gimmick. He's the best, and he knows he's the best. And that's why that's why he was up in Daniel Bryan's face last week saying, what are you going to do, fire me? Like, you can't possibly fire me. Anna, we, we mentioned Shane doing this. I mean, it's, it's kind of weird that Shane's in the spot anyway because Brock said, uh, no, I'm fucking not. <laughs> yeah. How, how would you think that, sh- that AJ would react to being approached with this idea? Keep in mind, he's been out of the w- he's not been in the WWE for much long, like longer than a year. So, I think that's been- exactly it, though. I don't think yeah. he would be. He feel like he would be able to say much. I mean, you know, Brock Lesnar can probably spit in a guy's face to turn down a match, and everything would be okay. AJ, I think, is still he's yeah, he's still new. And when the boss's son comes to you and says, "I want a match," what else are you going to do? Yeah. And it, it does it feel like the, there's been a couple of like wasted opportunities for maybe AJ Styles dream matches with Chris Jericho. Now people got to remember this is not today Chris Jericho. This is one year ago Chris Jericho. Would you have rather seen him match up with two different people, Anna? Um, look, I'm not as I know people weren't happy with the first Jericho match for his WrestleMania debut. I don't mind it. Um. I also, you know, hindsight it gives extra points. But I do feel like, yeah, with AJ's age and who knows what, it is kind of – I do I still think it's a waste. Um, but like I said, I think AJ will definitely make the best of it and he's having a hell of a lot of fun on the shows with this. So I trust it will be a good match. Um, it just won't be what it could be with someone else. How about you, Jeff? I do, but I also don't think that they really necessarily care about having great matches on WrestleMania. They don't expect to have a. I mean, sitting Are in you a Dallas, guy. I am not. I'm no. I'm not a moments guy. I think they're moments guys. I want good matches. I want Starcade. I want a top to bottom great card like the old days of wrestling. Whereas I think they they look at this as more or less their kind of Oscars celebration come Super Bowl where they just want the spectacle of it all out there and they want to be able to show certain video highlights of it. I think they don't mind having good matches on there, but I don't think it's the top priority to have it top to bottom on the card. And especially with Shane McMahon. Look, I love AJ Styles, especially because I hated that. Um, I hated that Chris Jericho match last year. Watching it live, I, I didn't like it at all. But I also started to understand more of the WrestleMania crowd sitting in that crowd last year where it is nothing but casuals. And every match last year was pandered to a certain demographic in their audience. The, the, the whole thing was, was I, I mean, was to set up old stars for the nostalgia thing, guys with name value, and also Baron Corbin. That, that's, what, that's what the whole thing was. So, it, I mean... Would I love to have something like a uh, New Dominion type of situation that New Japan puts on every January 3rd at WrestleMania? Yes. It's not a high priority for them. I'd love to see AJ Styles versus Nakamura at WrestleMania. I'd love to see AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle or Samoa Joe at this WrestleMania. I have no real interest in seeing Shane McMahon in this WrestleMania, but it's also not my company. And it's not my... Thinking and they think that AJ Starr is going to be helped by being in there with Shane McMahon. That is their thinking here. Like I've said yeah. this before somewhere else, like they are missing a massive opportunity 
by bringing in the really strong technical matches and mixing it in with the spot fest and the moments for the casual viewers. Because what did they, I'm assuming they still want the casuals to come back to return to the regular shows. So if you mix it in with the really good, legit stuff, I guess you could say, then that is just free advertising for them to bring these people back in to watch these shows. And that's why this is where I have a problem with AJ Spot for this WrestleMania is because you could so easily use him with a Nakamura, with a Kurt Angle, to bring in this crowd and bring them back to being more regular audiences. You you and I agree with that, but the problem is if they put on a great match on the undercard, it's going to be like that Steamboat Savage match, which overshadows WrestleMania 3 from the big moment of the slam. They don't want that. They don't want AJ Styles overshadowing Roman Reigns in, in the big moment with The Undertaker. They don't want that overshadowing That's Triple where their mentality Seth. is fucked. I agree. I agree, but but they're not running a wrestling company. They're running a sports entertainment company. Remember that. Yeah, but that doesn't do it either. I have no pull. <laughs> I have no pull there. I can't. I can't change their thinking. Oh, f- Why are we having this conversation, Jeez. I, I yeah. The- <laughs> Wait. <he's-> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did, going, I just get turn- Did she just hit me with a chair when my back was turned? That just, that's what that felt yeah. like. I was like, my so, God. Um, Shane hits the elbow through the table. We go off the air. Okay, episode of SmackDown. Nothing nothing like remarkable outside of the, the Bella stuff was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. In, in other news, Vince McMahon wrecked his card, his Bentley today. But in a little more serious news, uh, there were no injuries in that. Jim Ross's wife was hit on her Vespa. She had to undergo surgery. He says they are hoping for a miracle. We definitely hope that things improve in that situation. Eric Bischoff set to induct DDP into the WWE Hall of Fame. Jeff, right call to to induct him? Yes. They have a close relationship. Uh, They were neighbors, I believe. I believe they were next-door neighbors during the WCW days. So, yeah, and... You know, DDP. They'll tell, they'll, they'll tell the teeth story. Yeah, do all and that. yeah, and, and Bischoff is the guy. I mean, I mean, and Bischoff can even tell of the story of doubting DDP as being a major player until he proved himself. So I think I think it's a perfect call. Anna WWE disabled comments on New Day's video on their YouTube today. Mm-hmm. Good move. Yeah. Yep. Um, given just <laughs> what I've seen on Twitter over the weekend. Um, yeah, very good move. From people who actually put their face with their accounts, mind you. Not to mention YouTube. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yep. It can be, it can get bad. Yep. Kurt Angle says he would have been a 25-time world champion had he signed a part-time deal in uh, 2006. You buying that, Jeff? No. Not at all. If, if he had signed a part-time deal, they would have treated him like a part-timer. Uh, maybe a special so event. He'd be mani- so he'd be main eventing WrestleMania this year. He probably would be, to be honest with you. He yeah. probably would have been sent away for a while. He, I mean, with his substance abuse issues and his anger issues, they would have sent him away for a while. I don't think he'd be yeah, a 25-time he would, champ. He wouldn't be doing the road. He wouldn't be doing week to week. He would have been gone from something else. Like, I mean – yeah. Yeah, which I mean, I guess he wouldn't have been subjected to wellness tests. He might all the have. Time. He he might have died if he had stayed with That's the true. WWE. That's true. Anna, did you see the giant chicken that Alex wrote a story about on Fightful dot com? I've seen pictures of it. Um, hasn't really pulled my interest enough to click on it. How what? What? You're supposed to support the brand. No, I didn't mean Alex's article. I mean the pictures of the chicken that are going around online. Like, okay. Unless it's it's actually six foot something, you're going to have to do better. Big old foghorn leghorn big, thing? Oh, man. Big, that big <laughs> Guys, obviously we didn't touch on the page thing. Uh, myself and Jimmy Van will talk about that and the various leaks, things of that nature, on tomorrow's show in the afternoon. As I said yesterday – if you ever wanted to listen to a podcast with a guy who runs a wrestling site and the eccentric millionaire who made it happen, that's the show for you. And he hates it that I call him the eccentric millionaire, but I mean, look at the place he broadcasts from and the custom items that he used to fill that up. 
Look how much yeah, work he puts in. Look how much work he puts into the background of his of his talk, right? That's this eccentric. Is a, this is a sitcom waiting to happen, though. You know, right? Sure. I told him he needs to embrace it. I was like, take out a Facebook ad for that. I think maybe I told Lindsay that. Either way, I'm gonna tell him that. I'm gonna say, hey man, we need to embrace that. We need to make that a Facebook ad. You never know what will what will click with people. What's the name of his assistant in his office? Nigel. Yeah, you you think uh, Nigel uh, has like a guest house in the back of his of his normal house <laughs> and like comes in for like normal things as well? Nigel Nigel's office? awesome. Which I mean, the tech team there is awesome. Like I'll be like, well, this place uses a video player. He's like, that's not a problem. We can build a video player. I'm like, well, damn. That's right, Hawkins. Okay. Get yourself fired from this podcast talking about Jimmy Van. Yeah, do it. Yeah, talk oh, trash yeah, about sure. our boy Nigel. Go ahead. <laughs> because he's a hell of a lot more indispensable than you are, oh, Jeffrey. Trust me, I, uh, trust me, I have no I have no doubts about my place. I am the bronze medalist on this metal platform in the three of us. So trust me, I get it. <laughs> oh, boy. Anna, anything to add? Tell the people about Most Ridiculous. This week's Most Ridiculous, we have um, a look into AJ Styles being a wanted man. Uh, the Big Dog versus the Big Dong. Um, <laughs> you know, as it, you know it's, it's a currency, Jeff. It's okay. a currency. Okay. Um, plenty of fun stuff like that, including Ralph Wiggum dressed up as Bray Wyatt, which I thought was pretty apt. So <laughs> just the usual. And Jeff, tell the people about Shake Them Ropes. We recorded early this week because Rob is in Orlando, um, not scouting for WrestleMania. He's just in Orlando on vacation. So we talked about uh, the NXT build for uh, TakeOver, and we also did a very in-depth look at Southpaw Regional Wrestling, which was pretty darn good, if I do say so myself. And uh, just to double back, on one other thing, since we talked about Eric Bischoff, I think Jim Cornette's the perfect guy to induct the Rock and Roll Express yeah. into the Hall of Fame. I think he's going to play it straight. I think everybody's saying, oh, he has a live mic, and oh, the issues with Kevin Owens. I don't think that's going to be any issue. I think a writer and him are going to write this introduction. He's going to give the introduction, and he's going to leave. That's what's going to happen. Yep. Rob strikes me as the kind of guy that's probably just going to leave Orlando on Wednesday. <laughs> oh no, he is. Like he's he not went. staying for. He's not staying for Mania. They had planned this trip before <laughs> Mania, and 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 he had no no. He has no interest in being in town for the festivities. He went for a actual real vacation in Orlando. That's awesome. I, a week before WrestleMania. Him. Yeah. I thought about it. I thought about maybe taking like a last minute flight, seeing what could transpire. My wife sprained her ankle. I was going to take her there too. So we're, we're not. We're definitely not doing that. What all are you doing in Orlando, Jeff? I am, well, theme parks. That's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I am doing, um, I'm doing Mania. I'm doing Raw. I'm doing SmackDown, so I won't be here for the show. I may try and call in during 205 cool. Live. Um, I'm also doing all, most of the more than Mania events, the, uh, the Progress, the Evolve, the both Evolves, the, uh, the WWN Super Show, Shimmer, uh, Kaiju Big Battle. I, I got tickets front row for all those. So if you're coming to the Orlando Live Event Center, I will be there quite a bit of the time. We got a lot of coverage that week. Like, I mean, everything from Joey Janela's Spring Break to WWN Super Show to the Evolve shows to Beyond. That, that's NXT, the one show I'm missing. WWE. That's the one show I'm going to miss is the Janela show, I think, because I think I'm going to cut out early. Because progress is at noon on Friday, and that thing's at midnight yeah. on Thursday, and that that would be a bit of a turnaround for a kid from the West Coast who is who is going to have jet lag. <laughs> hey, people! If you are in Orlando and you're wearing a Ya Boy shirt or a Fightful shirt, send us a picture. FedEx me one; I'll wear it. <laughs> <laughs> you cheap freebies! You are cheap. You bet. Guys, follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Follow Jeff at Crap Game 24. Crap Game, thir- Crap game 13. <laughs> Crap Game 13. Follow Anna at Anna Bauer. Follow uh, at Fightful Wrestle, at Fightful Online, at Fightful MMA. Of course, like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Like I said, please leave us an iTunes review. Uh, send a screenshot of it to us. You'll be entered to win one of the things that we'll give away. 
because we've got plenty of stuff to do that for. I'm back tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, I believe, with Jimmy Van. We're going to talk about the page situation as best we can. Till next time, guys, we're out. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.